The West Live. The West Live with Ben O'Shea. School is out for Year 12 students and the siren is about to sound for the rest of the kids still going to class in WA this year. And that means report cards will start coming home from school, but it's not as easy as checking if your kid got an A, B or C. These days, you almost need a degree to decode a report card. Or you could listen to my next guest, Senior Lecturer in Educational Leadership at the Australian Catholic University, Dr Paul Kidson. Dr Kidson, welcome to The West Live. Great, thanks for having me along. And uh, you're quite right, this is the time of the year where a lot of head scratching happens. <laughs> and so, how have report cards changed over the years? Because I don't remember them being this complicated when I was a kid. Look, I started my teaching career in 1991, and one of the fears, this was even before a whole lot of the digital technology, one of the fears was that this single page that you know you all had to write on and then hand it on to the next teacher, and if you made a mistake and you were the last person there, you had to go back and get all the other teachers to re-sign it, and it was just dreadful, right? And you're right. There was some simple stuff then. Uh, you know, Ben's as well could work a little bit harder, needs to focus on these things, A or, you know, 67 or whatever. Now, it's really, really complex for a range of reasons that are not easy to shift, if I've got to be honest. Yeah. And so what are some of the, the things that have changed? So in the 2013 Australian Education Act and the regulations that flow from that, there was a massive decision taken that said two sets of reports each year. So that's, that's you know, these are not things that schools can put aside. These are enshrined in legislation and regulation. It needs to be reported against a five-point scale. Now, the easiest one of those is, is typically A to E. But what does that actually mean? If, if I get a B at my school um, and if the child at the next school gets a B, are those Bs equivalent? And so there needs to be some mapping to what we now have as an Australian curriculum. Um, but there is often the, the requirement to be so specific about what aspects of that curriculum has been reported upon that you may as well just jolly well read the whole curriculum. Um, and so that's where you get a lot of density of information that's not necessarily making a great deal of clear sense. Yeah, like I, my mum is a teacher, so I often find myself when the report card comes home for my daughter, just giving her a call and saying, oh, mum, like what, what, do you, what do you reckon this actually means? And, and there's two elements to that. One is, I guess, the, the comments that the teacher uh, leaves around a particular subject, which has kind of always been the case. You know, like what is, what is the teacher really saying here? Like you've got to read between the lines to find out if your kid is, is doing well or is a bit of a terror in class. But then it's what you're talking about, like this, this information density and individual subjects are broken down into sort of subcategories. And then there are columns often which is like, you know, uh, you know, does it occasionally, does it often, does it satisfactorily, uh, above average, these various types of terms that maybe to parents don't mean a heck of a lot. So what should parents be looking for when it comes to seeing their report card and, and trying to work out whether the kid is doing well or not? Well, that, look, that's a fabulous question and there's an array of things there. Let me just pick up a couple of the, the pieces of language that you used then. Even when you get to something like occasionally, you know, and that measure is, you know, how often it's done. Well, is that five times? Is that ten times? You know, they're, they're really um, bland descriptors. And so one of the things that really parents could be looking for is what's the change of the growth between the two reports? 
you know, typically throughout a year, uh, you expect to see that there's been some growth, some change, some improvement there. And being able to, as it were, check the same things against what was there previously, that's not a bad place to start. The other thing is that there's a tendency in some jurisdictions and in some schools to have watered down the directness even of the comments. So the comments don't even have a personal sense to them. Uh, it could be any number of kids that are of this type rather than your particular child. And that's really what we hear when we talk to parents and caregivers. They really do want to know, is my, my son, is my daughter, is my child really focusing on, on their work? Uh, do they need to improve in which particular areas? Another area that is important to look at is what are some of those social and emotional components to it? And so where are we seeing the students grow, how their interactions with one another, how their behaviours? And again, some schools and jurisdictions have walked back from that. And the frustration is that parents, like you've described, get that material and they go to the end of it and go, I'm not quite sure how my child's actually going. What's the best solution if it's still that at the end? Make an appointment to meet with the teacher. Go and have the conversation. Be part of that face-to-face. And again, that's part of the requirement that when the reports are given, there should be an opportunity to have them discussed. Take those opportunities every time they appear. And as part of the thinking behind watering down the language that, that parents are becoming a little bit more challenging to deal with, perhaps? Well, look, there's certainly evidence to that in some regards. Uh, there's a kind of tightening of the language so that you can't be accused of misrepresenting something or being, you know, not fully uh, detailed in the information. That's why some often so many of those dot points are there because it says this is what we did, this is how they performed, this is what your child learned. Um, and those things can be reactive to that type of behaviour, but I'd have to say that's less significant. It has been a, a, a real move towards... If you, excuse me, if you like this, this accountability and transparency language that has been there for uh, the last 10, 15 years. So we don't want to over-romanticise the old style of reports because there's some real benefit in more information. It's finding that good balance in ways that parents can appreciate, understand and importantly, have a good sense of what the growth of their child has been through the last reporting period, which is typically two terms. Yep, so there you go. Pretty good advice, I reckon, when the report card comes home from school. Hopefully there are more A's than D's. Uh, good luck to all the families there in Western Australia. Senior lecturer in educational leadership at the Australian Catholic University, Dr Paul Kidson. Thanks for joining us on The West Live. Thanks for having me along, and I wish everybody a refreshing Christmas and New Year summer break. Look after yourself. You've been listening to The West Live with Ben O'Shea. If the story behind the story matters to you, then you can count on thewest.com.au to deliver. They were there one minute, next minute they were gone. They simply vanished. A gripping new true crime series. Two young girls, they mattered to people. Vanishing Cousins, Evil by the Beach. Watch it now at thewest.com.au forward slash vanishing.